have just entered the building with your boys, King and Sane. Welcome to Shop Talk and Random-ish, where conversation rules the nation, and no topic is off limits. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy conversation. Now welcome your hosts, Rick King and Will Sane. Greetings, Atlanta, America, worldwide internet. Thank you for tuning in to WWE 1100 AM, The Real. You're on Shop Talking Randomish with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. I am Will Sane. It's your boy Rick Kang. I am in the building. I am on the boards. I am behind the glass. I am. I shall be. I am. The lovely Starlight is not in the building, but the super duper producer Greg is in the building. Greg, say what up? Big Shook. Yo. Y'all know what this is. This ain't nothing but some good old-fashioned barbershop-style conversation. And this here on barbershop, no conversation. I mean no conversation. I mean no damn conversation is taboo. We ain't got but one rule and one rule only. We are saying what is that rule? That rule is say what you mean, mean what you say, but don't be mean when you say it. To be a part of the show, please dial 404-603-8770. If you're in your mammy baby, please let her know. It's not one of those freaky deaky numbers. But every now and then, we do get a little freaky diggy, but we probably won't get freaky diggy tonight. So mm. let her know it's not one of them nah, 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 I got some of my wind back. There's not one of them triple nine well, numbers. Working out. Hey, get out here, get these steps in, get these steps in. But you can find us at one triple eight nine two six seven five six two. You also can find us right now. I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about right damn now on Talking Random is Facebook page. Talking Random is YouTube page. That's live right now. That's T A L, comma up top. Capostrophe. N T A L, comma up top. Catastrophe. And that's talking random is you go. Hey, hold on. Tell what? Me, back that up. Do that again. I think he keeps leaving out a letter. T A L K. Thank you. <laughs> Do I not spell the whole thing? Nah, you said T A L. Oh. <laughs> well, it's T A L K. Come up top. And that's talking random is you can also find us in Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Google Play Podcast. You can also find us on uh, Audible Podcast. You can also find us on Amazon Music Podcast. You can also find us on Spotify Podcast. You can also find us wherever the hell you want to find us. Just look for us. We need all the haters. We need all the lovers. We need all the likes. Get us. Get us. Get us. Y'all know what this is. The shop is now open with the bees what's good boy i'm looking for how about yourself i'm all right boy a little perplexed right about now with this whole uh thing that's going on in georgia right now well we gonna get on to that job we gonna talk about the judge but first 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 um greg quick question are we on um youtube right now because i need to share it right now no well, we need hold to- on we're going to stop it, and we're going to start a new one, and it's going to be on YouTube when we start it over. I mean, just do what you got to do. I, I set it up, and then I got to... Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But we also There's got... a lot spe- of moving parts, yes, but we, it'll be there. The special guest is in the building. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. She's um in, the, in in traffic, doing her thing. Miss Keisha, how you doing? I'm wonderful. How is everybody? Doing great. Doing wonderful. Doing fine. Man, just trying to live the American dream or nightmare depends on who watching it. Yeah, that's right. But um, um, we also um tonight we are sponsored by, and 
I need to make I need to show this. I was so excited. We finally got a banner for the show. And I Greg, can I Oh you have you, you put you, us on? Yeah, we we're on. We on YouTube? Yes. Okay. I'm finna show y'all the banner for the show. Okay. Hey, he's turn he's turning his camera towards. <laughs> Can you see it? Yeah. That's the banner for the show. If we finally got it made, salute. After three years. After three years, we three finally years. got the yeah, banner made. Um. And it and, and, and it was made by Sherman Gartrell, my folk, my cousin, Classic City Finest. Um. He, tonight he is sponsoring the show. That's Sherman with King Enterprise. K-I-N-G-H. It stands for Keep It in God's Hands. Um, he can put your name on anything. His number is 706-255-5697. And www.mykinghenterprise.com. Get that number one more time. 706-255-5697. His triple W's is mykinghenterprise.com enterprise.com he made this beautiful banner that we have finally got made and can't wait to sit, take some pictures in front of it beside it through it and just let it do what it do and i'm gonna send him a link soon as i get the link from youtube so he can watch the show that he sponsored did i get the camera right i'm putting the camera back on me now yeah you back on you i see you we good you we good let's do it let's do this boy. people how y'all doing man Hey man, we gotta we gotta hop into it. Let's gotta, get to it. Hey, Georgia is, is 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 Georgia is under the control of the Republicans. Ah, we we need to turn this whole damn state blue. We're not blue enough. Right now, Georgia yesterday signed in SB 202, which is a law which changed the vote. Some of the voting practices that were uh, in the state of Georgia all due to the Trump fiasco of voter fraud. Mm -hmm. One of the big changes is that now in order to get a uh, a, uh, a vacant what is it? Vacant guy? Absentee ballot. In order to get an absentee ballot now you have to fill, not just fill out an application but you also have to show ID. Yes. That, is, that it is you who is requesting that ballot, and it is you who's going to fill out that ballot and return it. That's one of the big things. Another big thing is that the runoff, if there is a runoff, the runoff time is now going to be, instead of nine weeks long, it's going to be four weeks. The bad thing about that is if your candidate, like a lot of, like this time around, if it was four weeks, the Democrats would have lost. I feel in my heart that the Democrats would have lost if the runoff, if the runoff for the Senate seats were four weeks instead of nine. So the Republicans won again by changing that time frame from nine weeks to four weeks. One of the things that they wanted, but they did not do, and it was a good, I believe the reason they did not do this is because it would have shown how blatantly racist this bill is, was they wanted to end voting on Sundays. There are certain times there are certain times where voters were allowed to vote on Sundays and those were called praise days where a lot of black 
churches will get their constituents together and they will go praise, worship, and then they will go to the polls. They were going to try to stop that, but I think they didn't do that because they know that if they would have did that, everyone would have definitely saw how racist this new bill is. We know that this bill is targeted to a certain demographic of people. Everyone knows that. Yes. This is a damn shame, man. This is a damn shame. We're not blue enough in this state. But that's what that's what that's what the whole um, Stacey Abrams that was her, that was what her whole Damn. campaign and that's what the entire and um, thing that was going on. I mean, even Keisha, your your your, your sisters was out. Yeah. Pro- yes, I was with them. Yes, yes, her. pushing it to get this the state blue. But um, I heard that also um, the people are pushing. Major League Baseball because the All-Star game is supposed to be in Atlanta this year. Mm-hmm. And they tried to get um, Major League Baseball to pull that game from Atlanta for taking on this bill. You know, I do not want the economy to be affected by the ignorance of our officials. But that's the only way. That, but, well, but, but, what, but what is the way to, to, to but, make but these people but feel? Don't, but don't, don't. No, no, no. Do not penalize small business owners because of the stupidity uh, and the racist, the racistness, or racism that we are experiencing in this country. Is racistness a word? No. It's about to be right now. Because of the racistness that these people are holding, we are not, I don't think we need to penalize companies and businesses for that. I, I don't believe in that. Still allow the Major League Baseball to come here play. Still allow all the games, the All-Star games, still allow that to be here. But you got to make them hurt. You, same, the not, same the same thing they did in North Carolina. Hurt, but you don't hurt the what you call it though. You don't hurt the you don't hurt the businesses because of the ignorance of those people though. But the businesses, some of the business owners are the reason why this bill Slutty Vegan will hurt because why well, hurt Slutty Vegan? And this is me just using one, even though we're not yeah. sponsored by Slutty Vegan. Why hurt Slutty Vegan just because or why hurt Magic City? <laughs> just because well, I use Magic City. Well, 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 I heard well, Magic City. You ain't like, I never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Little Pepper Lou back in the building. So Little Pepper Lou hey, back in the building, buddy. Everybody is happy that Lou Williams hey. is back home in Magic City. Hey, Little Pepper Lou is in the <laughs> building. But, but I don't agree What'd with you. What you say, Keisha? What do you think, Keisha? Do you hurt? Do you, you ain't going to hurt no I'm, I'm My question is if you're not going to do an economic boycott, then what is your suggestion? Because, I mean, you got to think, even though Atlanta is a black city, and yes, it will hurt our people, but I don't know any other way outside of economic boycott. I mean, you got to put your money where your mouth is. This is just not a, this is not just an Atlanta problem, though. This is a state of Georgia problem. So. But Georgia, Georgia as a whole, as a whole, needs to have an economic boycott because it, Georgia, the state, is not where Slutty Vegan resides. Georgia's estate has, you know, you have your ports in Savannah. Mm-hmm. You have your movie industry all over the state, not just in Atlanta. So I, I say that to say an economic boycott outside of 285, it would be effective because the people who are voting for this legislation are not your Atlanta legislators. These are Correct. your South Georgia legislators, the North Georgia legislators, and what have you. They have industries as well that can be hit economically. Correct. I agree. That part I do agree with. That's why I'm saying not the ele- That is why I'm saying specifically 
not the All-Star game. The All-Star game is in Atlanta. Atlanta is mainly blue right now. I will say Atlanta is mainly blue. This is more than just Atlanta. But does that, you know, think about how much that actually matters right now because the governor is Republican. Uh Uh-huh. What is he? And I don't know about the, the... the state house, the the state uh, house of representatives. All of this, this is Republican. All the Democrat. That's what matters. That's what matters. All legislation. That's what matters. That's why this bill went through. But the thing is, those they voted folks, for the for the Senate on the federal level. But as far as the correct the state correct. the state Congress correct, it's still controlled by Republicans. That's the part that matters right now. Like this is a state law. Correct. This isn't a federal thing. And a and lot of other states clear. are trying to do it too. Yeah. Let's be clear: the elect, the presidential election that they're so angry about, and those Senate seats were won by metropolitan Atlanta and the majority black cities, such as Albany and um, Savannah. So yeah. and Augusta, they pulled this election out, but the majority of the state and our whole entire state legislature is still a red-controlled yes. entity. So our yes. state. Exactly. Again, that's why I'm saying economic boycott statewide. Take Atlanta out of the equation. Because Atlanta's going to do what Atlanta's going to do. But statewide, it needs to be economic boycott. Because these these voter suppression, these people have mobilized. While we're still celebrating a victory that took place back in November, these people have mobilized and strategized. And here we are in March, and they got their ducks in a row. We're still celebrating November when we should be thinking ahead. Yeah, because you know what's coming up is the is the uh, the state the state. Gosh, I can't even speak right now. The representatives. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's about time to start voting for them again in about what 2022. Yeah. So in about in about in about a year, we're gonna have to start voting for them again, as well as I think to me personally, the reason this was rushed also is he's going to be up for election, and he doesn't want to lose the election. He knows well, next year. He also, yeah, exactly. He knows that his behind is in the hot seat next yeah. year. But but outside of the governor as well, you have to also pay attention to this. This week, Jody Heist, which you all may not be familiar with Jody Heist, but Jody Heist is one of our members of the House who basically um, was a part of that whole insurrection in the Capitol where they did not want to acknowledge the Electoral College. Yeah. Well, Jody Heist just announced this week that he is running for Secretary of State. Yeah. He wants to unseat Rafflenberger, yeah. which we know Rafflenberger is an ethical man and he did the right thing. Jody Heiss, which is one of my representatives in my hometown, is the, the opposite. He will do anything to get that Trump politics back in control. And as you know, Secretary of State controls things such as business licenses. So if you got a license to do anything in the state of Georgia, he is ahead of that as well as the election. So he is not who you want to be Secretary of State. Well, they're moving him. Well, with this bill, they're moving him off of the, what is it, one of the boards. They are moving him. They are moving the Secretary of State off the board. So they are doing off the election board. They are doing that. Yeah, but for what reason? For sure. Because. Right. And because because he did the right thing. Because he did the right thing. During the election. As a Republican, he did the right thing by the state. Which went against everything well, today. He didn't. He didn't do similar to what it looked like Brian Kemp did when he ran for governor, while he was also the Secretary of State. 
like basically the secretary of state is like the referee for yeah. the election but when Kemp when Kemp was ran for governor he was the as the, he was the secretary of state at the time yeah. so he was basically in a way somehow he was able to referee the election and that's why so many people were disenfranchised it, it looked that way that thousands of people were disenfranchised on that election they were registered before and all of a sudden they're off the roll hey Keisha ain't Kemp one of your homeboys too don't just call me out here. <laughs> <laughs> homeboy as well. Don't do me cheap on this here podcast. He's your people too, Rick? Huh? No, no, no. He, 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 he's Rick. from uh, Winterville. He's from Winterville. He's from Winterville, Georgia. He's from Winterville. He's not from Athens. And, and, and truthfully, he went to school on the west side, so we do not claim him. We do him not claim him. him. That's indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, okay. I know some he's of y'all Central Grand. Right now, they're looking at actually trying to sue the state over the law. The Democrats are looking to sue the state. Keisha, do you think there's a possibility that this law will be overturned? I think it will, just like the um, just like the one that Kemp tried to put in place. um, What is it about the abortion bill? If it's not, uh, if it's unconstitutional, it gets thrown out. Um, that's what constitutional lawyers do. They look at the, the legality as the overall, like a state can't implement something as anti-constitution. So when you're talking about your voting rights, I can't see it standing up in, um, in the, if it goes all the way up to the Supreme Court or the Georgia, um, or the Georgia state, oh God, state, Georgia Supreme Court may even shoot it down. And then they're going to fight and then, you know, appeal it. And then it may appeal all the way up to the, um, Supreme Court of the United States, but the thing about that is, you know, that's where Trump put his people in yes, before indeed. he left at the Supreme Court, so I don't know which way that may fall. I'm looking at the Supreme Court. Would, I'm hoping the Supreme Court would do this right thing because the reason I say that is because the Supreme Court and other courts did not even want to hear all the well, yeah, if, fraud if they threw out they, all those cases yeah, they didn't want and to hear. because there was no evidence, evidence there is no you don't want evidence. that on your watch to go backwards you don't want yeah. to have something on your watch that is basically undoing the Correct. civil rights laws of the 1960s Correct. you just don't want that on your i hope you're trying to make it more <laughs> difficult for people to and oh one of the most heinous parts of this of this bill i was about to call it a crime it's a crime it is a crime in a way crime. but one of the most heinous parts about this is the it's against the law to give people water and food as they wait in line? Yep, yeah. That is the most ridiculous I'm trying my best not to, I know I'm under curse an hour, but I'm still trying <laughs> not the best to curse. My best not to curse. That's one of the most stupidest things I've ever heard in my life. So I, I, I just wanted to make sure and clear that. So, and I, I guess I need to ask someone, if my significant other is standing in line and calls me and said, hey, I'm famished, could you come bring me something? And I go take something to her. Am I going to get arrested because I passed out something to her and then I saw somebody else who looked like they were going to pass a die or something and I gave them something as well? Are you going to get, am I going to get arrested and fined? Yes. Possibly. That's why. I, I don't know why, why they put it in place. I don't know what the issue is I, with the that. Issue is but, but it's still Democrats part of trying to make it hard for people to, to vote. Because they know, and no offense to my black people, but they know damn well we ain't going to stand in line too damn long out there and be like, okay, I'm not just going to sit here. But if somebody is actually providing us water oh, people, and food, well, people will stand in line. We will stay there longer. People will stand in line, or you know, they'll they'll take one of those uh, 
one of those chairs that you sit. Yeah. Not, not, mm-hmm. not a regular folding chair necessarily, but one of those that have like the cup holders on the side. Bring your cooler. You sit, yeah, and a cooler. I'm bringing a cooler. People will do that if they know they're going to stand in line for 10, 11 hours. Okay. Right. Because if you, you take away, like you take away early voting and you take away, you know, these provisions that people um, put in place to be prepared to stand in line, you're discouraging the vote. That, that's it's that. voter suppression. That's all you're doing. That's because that. you're already trying to limit the opportunities people have to vote. You're trying to do away with absentee voting because, you know, that a lot of your elderly people take advantage of that. So now their vote has been suppressed. And it's all a, a systematic voter suppression. That's all there is to it. That's it's, what it is. It's still polit, and you're still politicizing the pandemic. Yes, because that's right. why a lot of people we did the absentee ballot, yes. did the absentee voting anyway. Yes, exactly. I did it that way. You did it. That <laughs> way. I wasn't going. I wasn't going to stand in line, but if I could do I the absentee you. ballot, it it works. It works because it's it, it's it's easy. It was an easy process for, for me, and now it they're trying to too. make it harder. Well, I mean, I and, and, and I must say the, the, the um a lot of the absentee voting worked because I know someone that works at the post office and those, those weeks of he made he had to make sure that votes were gotten from his post office sent out of here to where they were supposed to go. And him and a lot of his compadres were doing the same thing to make sure that this stuff counted. And now there are going to be limits. Uh, or restrictions on the um, on the absentee voting, where you have to also provide a photocopy of your ID. Yeah, that's what Who I'm does that anymore? Now let me say this. Now I'm going like to there's say- a scanner here at the station, but yeah. who uses a scanner like that? I, hold on, I do. But, but you're well, in the minority. Most people don't. But most you're people in the don't. You're right. You're right. Most that's people don't saying. even. Most people don't even have a scanner at home. No, exactly. People don't even have a printer at but, home. You got to print it, so they don't. I mean, most black people don't have printers, right. just no. <laughs> and scanners. Like when you have like to print the, anything, like the iPhone is a scanner, but then you got to print it. You yes. know. You know. Now, devil's advocate on this. Devil's advocate on this. I can say I can't prove it. I'm not going to say that it was mass voter fraud. I'm not saying that, but I can see how I would want to. Make sure that who say the person who says they are voting is in fact the person who is voting. I do see a need for that, though. I mean, we've been in need of every every election that has been since we've been allowed to vote, and we understand has been voter fraud. Yeah. When you register, dead to people vote, have been voting since you've been knowing anything about voting. Yeah. When you registered to vote, what information did you provide when you registered? I can't remember. I registered so long, but I know when I go to the polls right now, I give them my ID. So my thing is with an absentee ballot, like, okay, so for instance, right, I had several absentee ballots sitting in my house. I didn't request one. In the past, you used to have to request one. I didn't request well, one. Some, some well, some, some states sent them out. Yes. Uh, just in case. Like, if you're registered, we'll send you one. If you don't use it, Correct. that's fine. Correct. But... Some people's, but the Republicans saw an issue with that. Now, I can, and I sort of can understand that. And here's why I say this. All right. So who's to say if I got my 18-year-old son, my 73-year-old dad living with me? They don't vote. Who's to say I don't get there? Why don't, Why do they not vote? No, no, no. I'm saying they don't. I'm just saying if they don't. I'm saying they don't. They vote, but I'm saying that they don't. Oh, if they got an yeah. absentee ballot, and you yeah, if they got it out absentee, for and them. I just filled it out for them because they don't vote. Okay. So then I am 
committing fraud. So I do understand that portion of it is I want to limit but you that. see but they how, still had, how few cases yes. I don't know. there are of that? You, we don't know. Now, let's be, let, now, we have to be, we must be honest about this. People that are not going we to vote are not going to vote. But Rick, back to what I'm just saying right now. We must be honest about this. We don't know how many cases of that actually happened. You're right. If it's on a grand scale. We don't know if it's a grand scale or not, though. But that's the thing. If it's on a if it's on a grand scale, go, go, go ahead, Casey. what is the purpose of that? But that's what like I'm saying. There has to be money it's involved. To, my thing is to eliminate. It has to be like this great big conspiracy. It can be a grand scale, but you won't know. Like, the only way you will know is if you actually see the person who's filling out the forms. And no one's there at your house watching someone fill out those forms. But so, we're talking about, okay, we're talking about like three. So, if, but, if in, your, in, your, okay. in your scenario, yeah, three. Okay, so, but if I it was like 5,000 and they all have the same address. But you're talking about how many homes is this possibly, possibly happening in? But, but Will, but Will, how these, many these, homes? Are, these are people that are living. Your, 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 your daddy and your son are living. Correct. So These people that are dead, that's voting? That, that, that's, I mean. That, but they this be, is still fraud is fraud, though, Rick. If it, I'm filling out a form that my dad and my son is uh-huh. supposed to fill out, uh-huh. and I'm, I'm voting for them, then that is fraud. So is. I do understand a need yeah, to say, yes. hey, it's a possibility that this could be happening. But, but, so let's eliminate let's, let's that eliminate. possibility. I do see that. I can, cause I can, cause if I was the one running, I want to make damn sure Greg ain't filling out forms for his parents. You Why? ain't filling, filling out forms for your kids and your parents Why? because you might be going against me. So now I'm going to lose because you're but you filling out forms for your but, parents but, but, and your the, family members. That's because of my my little three votes. You know how much your three votes are per household? Three. No, no, okay. Hey, it's about the, how hey, many hey, households hold, 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 hold up, Will, before you get excited. <laughs> hold up, Will, before you get excited. It's about that time. Hey, we finna Team get ready to take a break. We, we, finna, we finna get ready to take a break, and when we come back, we gonna touch on LB before, uh, excuse me, Keisha, before yes. we get into what you do. When we come back, we gotta touch one more hot one. For the ladies! <laughs> we, we gotta in touch honor, one more in, hot in one. Honor, in honor of, what's this month? <laughs> Women's National Women Month. Women's History Month. Yes, sir. Uh, no, don't, don't put that, because that's, that's not... In honor of Women's History Month, we're gonna talk about <laughs> Mr. Derek Jackson. Jackson. Is, Mr. Derek Jackson. Jackson. Mr. Derek Jackson. for awareness. <laughs> okay. I wasn't in this production. But yeah, we're gonna be right on it. And also uh, like I said, we finna get ready. Ladies. We finna get ready to go to radio. Please tune in. We will be right black. For the ladies. Oh, I done told you before that it's over. Leave me alone. No one's hurting you to see me gone. March see me. is Women's History Month and we'll be celebrating contributions to history, culture, and society all month long. Before Simone Biles changed the rules, before Gabby Douglas had her life story turned into a movie. Now here is Dominique Dawes, the performance we've all been waiting for. We had Dominique Dawes, one of the most decorated American gymnasts ever. Dawes has 15 national championship gold medals, four world championship medals, and four Olympic medals, including gold as part of the team all around in 1996. She's the first African-American to win an Olympic gold medal in gymnastics. Stay tuned with Real 1100 as we continue to celebrate women throughout March. It's a perfect performance. It's a 10 for Dominique Dawes. You are tuned into WWE. 
The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Random-ish with King and Sane and the lovely Starlight. You on mic, you all live. Can you bring us in? <laughs> Can you please bring us in? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, Bruno. I What you finna do for? What you finna do for? I'ma leave the door open. <laughs> oh, can you bring our show back in, sir? Welcome back to Shop Talking Randomish <laughs> with King Insane and the super producer Greg up in the building. Woo! Boy, I'm telling you, boy. <laughs> you done left the door open for Hey, look, man. In, uh-huh. the, in, the, in the honor of Women's Appreciation Month, oh, them boys God. made a song right there. <laughs> Good Lord, boy. That, 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 that they song? Boy. Gonna leave the door open for him. Boy, I'm leaving the door open, boy. Is, is that what Dexter Jackson did? Ooh. Did he leave the door open? Who that? Dexter? Dexter? No, his D. name Jackson. is not Dexter. Derek. What was his name? Derek. Derek. <laughs> D. Jackson. <laughs> D. Jackson. Derek Jackson. Did he leave the door open for Leave the door open for who? The women left the door open for him. No, he. he but th- this girl was at his house. So he had to leave the door open for her. Wait a minute, hold on. Okay, well, he left the door open for her. Okay, hold on. Let's back up because I don't know the whole story. All I know is Derek was Derek came out and said he got caught. Derek came out in a minute. Well, well, let's talk. Who who the hell is Derek? Derek Jackson Jackson is a relationship quote unquote guru to the women. All right, (laughs) the women love him. He's what about six five. 
dark skin, black, black brother. I ain't gonna say chocolatey. I ain't gonna call him that because that's kind of on that side. But he's a, he's a he's a he's a he's a handsome brother. I'm gonna say that uh-huh. he's a handsome brother, big dude. He do it for you, buff dude. Not for me, no, 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 not no, for no. you. Okay, buff dude and everything and all that kind of stuff. So the, you, he's eye candy to the women. So uh-huh. Derek Jackson, he when gives he relationship t- advice from he, from his truck, he gives like relationship advice from his truck. And as someone said, he was usually probably giving that relationship advice advice either as he was going to go cheat. Oh, who you coming from, from Chief? One first-hand one, account. That's so, how he knew. Uh, one woman said that he, he did, did a video and he was outside her house. Ah! He was outside her house. She did say that. Ah! Yes, she did say he was in her yard recording. Ah! That is that is her background in her neighborhood in the recording. She did say that. Hey, hey, hey! Regardless of how you feel about the dude, I'm not a fan of his. But I love that. That's that's gay. But the one where he that's like he, he made the video with his wife. And then he made the video critiquing his own video. Oh, that's hey, but, hey. That no, one was crazy. outside hey. the other woman's house. Hey, no, he wasn't. this dude is a classic narcissist. Wait a minute, he was outside of the woman's house when he did the critique. critique yeah, when he did the critique of his own video, no, he, he was, was outside of another woman's house. Yeah, he was outside of another woman's house. She has, and that woman, I believe, said she had an abortion for him, but oh, she had uh, got pregnant. Uh, yes. Another know. woman said he paid fifteen hundred dollars to fly her out, so apparently he didn't pay her enough to leave. Uh, yeah, he had a lot going on. Okay. He's got like four mistresses that have come out so far. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So he done left a whole bunch of doors open. <laughs> okay. One had one recorded. What didn't one have pictures of his marital bedroom? Yes, I think one. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. There was, yeah, the pictures of going. the room and, and the, house the house, and yeah. Yes. Dang, Derek, don't let yeah, he was sloppy. Oh, I don't believe in that now. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that. You can't come in my house. No, nah, you, you you can't. You've been told no. There's some rules. There's some rules to this. She know that you've been in there. No. Uh-huh. But what? Look, what, what part of the fuckboyism do you do believe in? Okay. Tell us more. What part? Uh, of what's that? What part of what? No, 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 don't, don't say that again. What part what of the fuckboyism? What part of the fuckboyism do you do yes. believe in? What part of it? Because you said you don't believe in bringing them in the house. What part? I don't, of believe, his- in, I don't believe in any what? of it now. What? Okay. <laughs> that was when I was of the world. Of the world. That's- that was when I was of the world. Mm-hmm. I'm not of the world anymore. Oh, so, so you? So he turned? He changed your life? No, no, there you changed my life. He ain't did nothing for me. So, so, so let's talk about this. So, so you, so, so was, were, Keisha, was you a Derek fan? Were you a fan of Derek? I was not. Let me tell you something. And, and anybody who, ha- who has been on my Facebook for a while, back in 2016, there was some stuff came out because he he hid his whole marriage back in 2016, and he came out saying, oh. You know, this this mysterious baby popped up picture on his chest. And women were like, wait, baby, I thought you wasn't that dude. Like, everything is supposed to be sacred and within marriage. So he's like, oh, by the way, I'm married, and I've been married for X nine of time. I, I, I. So that's when it was kind of like, okay, so you're just pandering. You're not walking this walk. And that was rumors back maybe about five years ago. So after that, I just kind of like was like, okay. So this stuff right here is not shocking to me because he pulled one of these about five years ago. Okay. Here's the new John Gray. Okay, um, who's John Gray? Who's John Gray? The, uh, the pastor. The pastor. The pastor that keeps getting caught cheating. Yeah, he, he the, 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 the one that eats or something. Oh, the one, oh, oh, the, oh the one that buys the Lambos. <laughs> Yeah, he bought his wife Lambo. Okay, okay. Or he'll buy Bentley. Really? Or something. Yeah. I, I, and he still, he still, he still a preacher. Yes, yes, y'all still go. Yes, y'all still go to his church. Okay, so, 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 so Derek. Yeah, he got a church out in Greenville, South Carolina. So, so Derek Jack. So 
this whole Derrick Jackson thing prompted me and Rick to have another conversation, but it's still off of Derrick Jackson. Now, first of all, like I said, I'm not a fan of Derrick Jackson, but I do agree with some of the things Derrick Jackson has said, and I understand as a man what Derrick Jackson is doing as far as what he's saying to women and why he's saying it to women. I feel a lot of men don't like what Derrick Jackson is saying. One, because I think they're envious of Derrick Jackson. I really do. I think envious of why? Because envious. You, I'm, no, no, no. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you about men. I'm gonna tell you about men. Please, please tell me oh, about. Please, I would tell, I would tell you, I'm listening. Some men, if they if they actually check themselves, they're jealous because Derrick Jackson is. These women are listening to him. Derrick Jackson is getting has these women's attention. These. these they also listen to Stephen Harvey. But they, hold on, hold on, and they were and men were jealous of Stephen Harvey as well. Because they said Stevie Harvey shouldn't be telling these women. But Steve, no, Steve Harvey was sitting on some ish himself. But see, see, once again, the thing what I'm saying is, I'm giving you two, I'm giving you a few reasons why I feel that people, men have okay. a problem with Derrick Jackson. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm One sorry. I do feel is they envy Derrick Jackson. They wish that they could women looked at them the way that and listened to them the way that they listened to Derrick Jackson. So, so if they like, okay, okay, let me say, but but no, if they lie, no, 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 we, no, we'll get to that. Part. Oh, okay, we'll okay. get to that part. The second part I think that men hate about Derrick Jackson is that yes, it sounds as if Derrick Jackson is bashing every male, but if you actually listen to it, Derrick Jackson is saying a lot of the same stuff you would tell your sister, your mom, your sister, your mama, your daughter, your 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 best female friend. You would tell these women the same exact thing that Derrick Jackson is telling these women. But so, why? But here's my problem with Derrick Jackson. Because you don't want them to be hurt. But you he's, it, but, but he's out hurting. No, no, no. Stop for a minute, Rick. We're going to get to that point. You ask me why Derrick Jackson is doing it. I'm telling you why. He's telling these women. No, he's doing it for clout. Okay. Right. Period. Okay. He may be doing it for clout. <laughs> but I still say is the advice that he's given not sound advice. So it's, what good is the advice when you're doing the things okay. that you're saying other men shouldn't be doing thank, to somebody's daughter, somebody's mother, somebody's sister in your real life, though? Thank you, because, for, saying that. Thank you for saying that, Keisha, because that's the argument me, argument me and Rick had the other day. If a crackhead told me, stop, don't smoke crack, that is still sound advice, even though that crackhead <laughs> is smoking crack. So I can't tell. So you're gonna tell me. Right, that, but that but that that crackhead is a walking billboard. But he's crackhead me. is in plain sight. Where he this was hidden until the women outed him. Well, actually, another blogger outed him. So he was gonna continue the facade. A crackhead has no facade. When I look at that crackhead, I be like, I look at him and say, I don't want your life. Okay. But, but what that do? And as I, me and Rick spoke about this earlier. Regard. Okay. It doesn't matter. Why does it matter? what I do in my personal life if what I'm saying is still true words. Because actions speak you, louder than but, words. But, but why do you have to see? But Be, because your son, I never Jace, told you to Jace, me, Jace is not going by, he's not following your words. He's following your footsteps. If I never, but Derrick but Der Jackson is not my, I'm not, alright, so here's my thing. Derrick Jackson never said do as I do. Derrick Jackson never says I'm a perfect man. You, but Derrick but Jackson has condemned he has condemned, condemned ridiculed. Him. You know what I've done? I've condemned people who committed the same crimes I've done. I have done that. Uh -huh. I've condemned people who've done the exact same Do, thing. How many, how many followers you have? I've done. It does, I could. You know, how, why don't you say that, Rick? Okay. Because I could have millions of followers. I wish I you would to, get a million damn followers. But the I wish you would. 
I, I wish you would. Too many people be in my private life, and I really love my private life. I wish you would get a million. I really that show would help. I really love my private life. Speaking of which, we are sponsored tonight by. Great <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, let me pull this up. We are sponsored tonight by Sherman Gartrell with King Enterprise. That's K I N G H. It stands for Keep God in. No, keep it in God's hands where we can print your name on anything. His number is 706-255-5697. That's www.mykinghenterprise.com. Mykinghenterprise.com. That's 706-255-5697. We're sponsored by Sean McCain, my cousin. Thank you for this beautiful banner that we got. Cool. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please reach out. Say, hey, 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 and, and if you say talking random miss sent you, we might have something for you. Yes, I'll let you fold. Now, now, uh huh. I'm listening. Cool. Will. People follow actions. If you don't see the actions, how can you follow the actions? But see, when see, I but but, but when again, I see your actions, right? No, no, no. But no. when I see your actions. But are my words still not the same? Are no, they're words? not. Because if you're doing, if, if you're preaching and assisting. They don't mean anything. Thank you. Okay. Me absolutely yeah. nothing at this okay, point. Let me ask y'all all this simple question. Oh, okay. If he, if he no, 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 stop, no, stop, stop, stop. Would stop. it still be? Stop, stop. Here is the question. Okay. Should a man cheat on his wife? Yes or no? No. No. Okay. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. That's not, you can't, you can't say yes or no because you don't know. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, Will. Hold on, Will. You can't say yes or no to that because you don't know the, you don't know. I don't care. You, I can walk over here when you ask. I hear you, I hear you. I hear you through the glass. I hear you through the glass. Go ahead, I'm listening. Because I put it down. <laughs> because you don't know the agreement or the 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 that's the, not cheating. The, the, the agreement between her. And between her. you and her. Then that's not cheating. Okay, so I said the simple question, yes or no, is should a man cheat on his woman? Yes or no? Should that's, a yes no. no. Okay, so if I cheat, though I cheat on my woman, if I say you should not cheat on your woman, you're telling me that my words are still those. You, you should, no, they means, don't. Because let me tell you what your son should, doing. Let me tell you what your son no, doing. Let me tell you what your son doing. But let me tell you what your son doing. I I'm morally correct. What I asked you was, are the words still the same? Are the words still true? No, they don't hold that weight. It ain't about the weight. Are the words still true? No. The words aren't true anymore, Greg. At that, well, at that point, the messenger, uh, the messenger not, matters. Five, 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 that matters. The messenger ain't worth it. I didn't. Ask, I don't care about the messenger. That matters. Though. I'm asking you about is the message still right? It ain't worth a damn coming from the messenger. Okay. Can I interject? Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's okay. So I think. I mean. Go ahead, Miss Bolton. I think the conversation has gone hypothetical versus the facts of this case. So the particular facts of Derek Jackson's case, that's all I'm speaking on, not the hypotheticals of men cheating and what what agreements you have within your marriage. But my understanding is all of the women that he had these have spoken out about their relationships came to Derek Jackson on his platform for relationship advice. And then it turned into, you know, you I know, letting out to them having a relationship. I can lay these now, hands I'm on I'm liking you. that because you're supposed to be a guru or an expert. I liken that to a therapist basically mm-hmm. taking advantage of somebody in their weak and vulnerable moment. And then next thing you know, you're sleeping with your client. Now, I know he's her, not her name Jada Pickett Smith. Yes. But 
that's a different level of I'm just out here meeting women Keisha, on the street. He Keisha. was using his platform to meet these women. Keisha, Keisha, stop what? that. Stop, stop that. Stop that. I'm going to tell you why I say stop that, Keisha. Well, I got to stop. I'm going to tell you stop that, Keisha. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because Derek is not, Derek isn't a therapist. Derek is that same homeboy who says, cry on my shoulder. And as you cry, tell me about your man. Uh-huh. Now I'm going to kiss you on your cheek. Uh-huh. Now I'm going to no, rub you your booty. No, see, Derek, he wasn't no, even doing, he wasn't doing that. He was meeting women and saying, I know. and they're like, oh, she, aren't you she, she, aren't she you married? But she said he was helping them. And I was like, if, Derek, if that was the case, she put him as she put him as liking to a therapist. Yes. I'm like, I no. Because I that's No, I liken him to, if he did that, if that was the case, I liken him to that guy friend who says, oh, he did you wrong. Well, baby girl, come here, let me talk to you for a minute. You want some of this wine? Have some of this wine. Let me tell you about this guy. That you and that would be fair if guy friend was single and I'm breaking up with a boyfriend. We talking about a married man with children whose wife yeah, obviously is not with it. So. They do it too, Keisha. I know they do it too, but it don't make it right. But where, like he was also like meeting these women and saying that like they, if they they knew who he was yeah. and they knew he was married, like oh I, we're we're separated, we're going to get we're, yeah we're he lied divorce. He used that every with, time. Listen, listen, everybody. I'm not saying morally Derek Jackson was correct. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is, even if I am morally incorrect in what I'm doing in my private life does not mean that I'm not giving you sound advice. But the, it, 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 but it, but but it doesn't it, carry weight. It, it holds no you weight. You keep worrying about weight. What I'm saying is, is That's it what still matters. not? No. That's what matters. Is the wor- it he, matters to Jace. If, if, I see you get, if I see you getting beat, if I see a woman getting, Derek Jackson, basically this is Derek Jackson. Uh-huh. He feels a woman is getting mentally abused. But he's mentally abusing. Hold on, hold on. Derek Jackson sees it. Is, is hearing a woman uh-huh. tell him about this guy. Uh-huh. He tells the woman the tactics that that man is using. Uh-huh. All right? Now. How did he know those tactics? Because he's used them. Oh, okay. That's how I, And you know what? I, I have several female friends, and they know this. I tell my female friends because you know why? This is stuff that I've done. Uh-huh. So when they relate to me, and yes, guys, you can call me, hey, I don't give a damn. You, 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 need, to, you need to switch up your game. I'll tell you that much. Come uh-huh. better with it. But here's the thing. Uh-huh. If the female tells me mm-hmm. what is going on. And we're going to get to what Keisha here. If a female tells me what's going on, I listen to her. Uh-huh. I say, okay. From what I think about the guy, what the guy is doing, I first want to know what you do. Because I do put it on the female as well. A guy does what you allow him to do. Though. Yes. So that's, that's true. That's the part of it. Yes. No, that's what I tell people all the time. Yes. Don't when, when I, Whenever a guy says, I don't, tells his girl, I don't trust, I trust you, baby. I just don't trust other guys. He's lying. He don't trust you, woman. And the reason why he doesn't trust, because you're not supposed to trust another man. If you tell your wife that, tell you, go ahead and tell your wife the truth. I don't trust you, baby. That's why I don't want you around all those guys. But guys don't do that. We'll say, um, we, we have a woman yes. in the building yes. we need for, to nas- for, the, for the last Friday in National yes. Women's History. Keisha, thank you for coming. Month. Yay! <laughs> I want to, I want to, a distinguished woman of the classic city is in the building with us tonight. She's not only a, a teacher, she's an activist, mm-hmm. she's a, she, a shoe, <laughs> all of that. Come on, come on, come on, get my past anniversary. Uh, come she, on. She, 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 I mean, 
Actually, you in the barbershop. We don't we do not do any bios. Who the hell are you and why are you in my barbershop tonight, Miss Keisha? Okay, well, I have to I have to caution myself when I picked up the phone because Rick or whatever y'all, it's always been Ricky to me, so he well, doesn't I, like that, I, but I, he's going to be Ricky to me. All right. So, I know who your um, mom is. <laughs> but, yes, I am a 20-year veteran in education, but I also have, like, 11 side hustles because... Yeah, there's that. Um, of course, I'm a proud woman of Delta Sigma Theta. Of course, of course. Um, also, I am, yes, a born and bred East Side resident of the Classic City. 706, stand up. 706, Frank Valley, proud. Yes, um, And I'm currently also a life insurance agent, and I also do long sign, but that's a whole other business that I, we ain't got time to discuss. But however, today, I guess I've been calling to the barbershop to talk about this little old thing called life insurance and why, especially us in the black community, needs to do a little bit more of uh, talking about it, having the conversation, making sure that it's up and kept up, and making sure that we are efficiently covered. Because like I tell people all the time, death is an appointment that we all must keep. Now, my my first question to you. Oh, God. The way you said it, oh, God. We got to keep that appointment. (laughs) Yes. Keisha, my first question to you is, white folks have used life insurance to become wealthy. Absolutely. How and why has that missed my community? Well, because we we always, it's how it's been marketed to us. You know, we all had a grandmama who, you know, we go in her purse every time they get that hard knock on the door and that white man standing at the door with a briefcase and that's the insurance man and I got to pay that penny policy. Yeah. That's the only, only introduction that I remember um, growing up as insurance. You got that, you know, that little envelope that your grandma kept in the kitchen and you knew that was her life insurance policy or her mm-hmm. burial insurance policy. Yes. That's the way that it's always been marketed to our community as something to bury you with. Yeah. But we don't get the whole living benefit of life insurance. Um, back in Black History Month, for example, I posted an actual policy on my Facebook page that was written on a slave. White people knew how to protect their assets, but I guess because we were, uh, have still been trying to just obtain assets that we have not, we're, we're still behind in any kind of thing financial in this country as far as, okay, now you have the asset you got to protect it. And for some reason, our lives have not been um, valued in our community as an asset. Like, your death can pull your next generation out of a hole if you plan it right. I think you just touched on something, though, because black people as a whole do not know the difference between liabilities and assets. We think mm-hmm. your, black, we, I, I, I'm not going to say, I'm going to have to say it, yes. We think, yes, that, we. we think assets are cars, Purses, mm-hmm. shoes, jewelry. We're thinking those are assets. Many of our people go out and obtain those instead of actually obtaining real assets. Those are right. liabilities. I think that's what we first must start explaining to people when we start doing this uh, financial literacy is explaining, right. to, is explaining and expressing to them the difference between liabilities and assets. Absolutely. Do you do so, that? Do you do that when you go out to speak with people about insurance? Yes, I mean my thing is because again, most people are looking at life insurance is 
oh, I got a policy um, to bear, my, or my mama got a policy to bury me with. And I'm like, okay, but you own a house, don't you? Or you got a mortgage. Okay, so who's going to pay this mortgage if you die? Who's going to protect this asset? Because this is an asset. If I'm in your, I mean, you got your car paid, you know, your car insurance, but what about this home? If you got kids, um, if you got an income, your income can be deemed an asset because if you die, your income goes away. So what's going to protect this income if you die tomorrow? Who is going to help these people that are left living move on? You'll be buried, but that's it. That little $10,000 uh, fifteen thousand dollar barrier policy is not going to do nothing for those people that's left behind. Okay, Keisha. Um, about yeah. a couple weeks ago, we had um, fathers in finance and mm-hmm. mothers, mon- money and mothers. Mother I think I'm mother, saying it right on mother. the show. And um, mm-hmm. basically, we and it was a financial literacy conversation. Um, okay. And insurance was a lot of a big topic. In that conversation, MULs mm-hmm. as is is, is more specific. IULs, yes. IULs, IULs. Mm-hmm. Um, you made a post probably about a month and a half ago, talking mm-hmm. about IULs, and right, right at that same time, me and Dr. Marcy Thurman Simmons was having a conversation about IULs. Um, why do why is this just coming to our community, IULs? What is, first of all, what is, and explain it to us as if we are five-year-olds. What is IUL? Second question, why is it just now coming to our community? And the third question is, how do, you, how do we qualify for this? Okay, IUL basically is a type of a uh, quote-unquote permanent life insurance but it's more for um, it's more affordable than whole life. With whole life, and we'll talk about that whole versus term versus these IUL policies. But anyway, IUL is a is a type of permanent life insurance, which means it has a, a cash value component to it, and that is um, very important to when you're talking about building generational wealth because when it has a cash value component that means that you have money there that you can borrow against if you need to people have started businesses off their cash value and once their business get off the ground they just put it back so you become your own bank through your life insurance policy so the money in your um in your cash value account can earn interest in an iul based on the stock market because that's what iul is it's a index universal life uh insurance policy so they basically take whatever your, your um, policy accumulates in cash value, and then they just basically play the S&P 500 in the stock market. So if y'all had a conversation about um, financial planning or whatever, you learn like the um, S&P, different kind of um, different type of um, investments or index funds such as S&P, which is basically the 500, all those top 500 companies that you can invest in. Yeah. Um, so basically you are accumulating cash value quickly because they're basically using your policy and planning in the stock in the stock. I hate to say plan it like it's a lotto, but yes, they're investing it into the stock market. So I hope that wasn't too much to understand. No, 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 no. That, that that's exactly what we need. We needed that okay. Way. Now when you say it has a cash option, you say you can take that money out, use that money. How you so typically Let's say, what's a typical what's a typical IUL policy? How much is a typical IUL policy? 
what do you mean typically like, like, typically, like typically like I, let's say what's let's say okay so at, at the lowest i'm looking at what probably like a 20 or fifty thousand dollar i can get like a fifty fifty thousand dollar policy yeah, you can get a $50,000, but I mean, IUF, like I said, they're a little bit more affordable, so I wouldn't even get a 50. Let's say you're 30 years old. Let's do this. And right, so, you have a decent job. So let's and use make me. A decent salary. So let's I use, would get $100,000. Okay, let's use me. Let's use me. I'm 40, okay. I'm, I'm 45, all right? So I'm 45. Mm -hmm. I'm, and I have a, and I bring home, let's say I bring home, 30, let's say I bring home $36,000 a year. Okay. What type of IUL do you look at me at 45? You say, okay, I could probably have. As I could probably use. Now, at 45, honestly and truthfully, you're going to, and, and with that salary, I would not put you with an IUL. Okay. Um, I'd like, me personally, I like to um, do IULs on younger people. Mm -hmm. okay. um, but if you, let's say if you, you was 45 and you like, you know what, I live below my means and I got the money to put in. And I say, I would want to um, go ahead and get an IUL and try to accumulate whatever cash value I can in it. I would, you could get one of those policies for about three hundred dollars a year. Okay, so let's twenty five thousand. Okay, let's say so. My son, my son is twenty six years old. My son's twenty. Okay, my son twenty six. Yeah, my son's twenty six years old. Son, <laughs> I'm getting old. My son is twenty six years old. So uh -huh. and let's and let's put him in a scenario. He makes four thousand dollars a year. I mean forty eight thousand. Forty eight thousand dollars a year. Forty-eight thousand. Makes, makes forty-eight thousand okay. a year. So, do you look at an IUL for him? And let's how, show us how it can show us how how fast it can accumulate to a sort of cash value. Does that make sense? Oh, it's going to accumulate. It's going to accumulate pretty quickly. I don't have like a rate calculator in front of me, okay. but let's say let me let me give you like the numbers. Okay, so he makes how much? Forty thousand. Forty-eight thousand. Forty-eight thousand years, so he makes a decent salary. Correct. That means that let's say if I, he wanted to get a three hundred thousand dollars, he's twenty-six years old. He gets three hundred thousand dollars. He pay like a um, hundred dollars a month on that on that policy. Mm -hmm. By the time he is forty-five, which is the older gentleman's age, he's got a good little nest egg of cash value accumulated. I say at least probably like thirty thousand. Okay. And so let's say he wants to start a business. I don't know. Let's say he's um, interested in being a, a mobile chef. He wants a, a food truck. And we know food trucks are popular now. Mm -hmm. and, and a food truck will run you probably like fully laced, maybe about twenty five, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. He can get a loan against his cash value. Okay. And they back, and, that, and then that will, what that will do with his policy, they will deduct that 30000 until he pays it back. So now instead of having a three, uh, uh, um. A three hundred thousand dollar policy. He now has a two hundred seventy thousand dollar policy, Thank but he still is his own bank. Thank you. That's how, and that's the simplification of it that we need. Thank okay. you. So that that, <laughs> yeah. show, that shows us how we can accumulate that we can accumulate this cash value. We have a three hundred thousand dollar policy, and you don't have to go to the bank and beg nobody for a loan or this and so. This is your policy. You've been paying on it. You you want to follow your passion. You got money sitting there to follow your passion. That makes perfect sense for for your kids. For your kids. And then you still have your policy because let's say your food truck is going to be booming. You're pulling up at all the hospitals on third shift. You're pulling up at all the um, logistics companies, the warehouses, whatever, third shift. You're making your money. You're taking home probably about 10000 a month. You're going to pay that loan back. But guess what? Now you got a business that is generating income that you can take and then live the life you want to live. Now, you might want to do that part-time or whatever. But that's that conversation of life insurance that the others have known about that we still trying to catch up.
That makes sense. Because people don't come in our house and explain it to us that way. Just, all they want to do is say those penny policies. Because that's correct. all they feel like. It's just like we talked about with the voter suppression. They feel like I can't talk to this person about finances and how to get ahead because they're looking at, they're using TV to dictate to them as what our culture is interested in doing. They're not talking to our culture. They're assuming our culture based about the culture that the media has put out about us. Like, oh, we're just about shiny things. We're not about leaving anything to the next generation. We're about spending it all while we're living and then letting everybody get it out of the mud. I don't know about you, but I don't want my kids to have to get it out of the mud. I didn't have to get it out of the mud. Now, my parents did, but my parents had the foresight to say, I don't want this life for my kids, so why wouldn't we want to continue that? That's true. <laughs> That's true. So term, so I know, so term, so I already know what term and hope okay. is, but can you explain to the listeners? Please, please explain the difference between term and whole life. Okay, term, well, whole life is just like it says, You it's for your whole life. So um, you'll be paying on it, you could do what's called 20 pay a lot of times, which you could pay it up in 20 years, or you could pay it your whole life, and usually the payments usually drop out drop off somewhere in your 80s, probably up to 90 years old. But you'll be paying a premium either annually, semi-annually, quarterly, or monthly on that for the whole life. Where term insurance is for a term. Sometimes it's 10-year terms, 15-year terms, 20, 25, 30-year terms. So after that term is up, you could either renew the policy or let it go. Now, I, as a, as a broker, I would usually um, suggest, let's say you, you, you get a house. And your, let's say your house is a $250,000 house. I would say, okay, well, you need a 30-year term, $250,000. Well, why do I need 30-year term, $250,000? So if something happened to you before this mortgage is paid up, your, your family has to pay for a house. Correct. <laughs> um, so term is used for, to me or for me. Term is when you are still paying off stuff. So in the event that you die, that's where you go get a $300,000 or $500,000 term policy that if something happens to you, your family won't miss a beat in the financial obligations that you took on when you died. That's what that's for. You get that in addition to that ten dollars or $15,000 burial policy. So they're not, dipping, they're not paying for your burial out of that money that you have earmarked to take care of the family after you're gone. And I'm glad you just mentioned that because... I, so recently, I, uh, I retired from the military, and the military was military has a great retirement. I mean, they a do. great insurance plan. I can't find it anywhere else, and I'm out here looking down. And I'm, I'm good God, I got to pay now. Like I don't know what, but it yes. was it, it was a it was ten thousand dollars went to your family mm-hmm. for like your burial. A hundred thousand dollars, I think it was uh, excuse me, it was a hundred thousand dollars, and of that hundred thousand dollars, that was called a death gratuity. That went, right. that went immediately to the family members to say, hey, expenses have to be taken care of. Here's $100,000. Hey, do what you have to do. Then they gave you the policy, was actually, the policy that you paid for, which is actually was actually up to a $400,000 policy. Mm-hmm. And I think I only paid like $30-something dollars a month for that, which, right. was, which was great mm-hmm. and excellent. Good gosh, I would miss mm-hmm. that thing. Anyway, what was the what was the underwriting um, like? Did you have to go a full, do a full physical, or it was just well, you know, you're in the military. You're in the so military, you do, so yeah. Once I do my physical, yeah, so you're time, already healthy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As my health declines while I'm in the military, they don't care. You're in the military. You're in the military. Right. You're still covered. Now right. that I'm out the military and I'm trying to get that same type of plan, 
Oh my god. Get it. Oh my gosh. Not especially <laughs> not for the price. Not yeah. For, it's, it's gonna be expensive. Exactly. Yeah. So But that's a, that's the other factor with life insurance. You don't get it you don't get it when you're sick, you get it when you're healthy. I, so in in addition to that military plan, of course, um, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. I would get I would have gotten me a civilian plan, you know, just on the side, outside of that. Now, what the thing is about military is it's hard for life insurance to, to insure you because you are military, especially if you go active. Oh, yeah. Because that's considered dangerous work. But, yeah, you're right. After when people start, I know a lot of people that were in the military and they're looking for that same thing the military had to offer. And I had to tell them, like, yeah, you can get it, but you're going to pay for it. So, <laughs> so, so side note on what you're saying. So I did have a civilian policy outside the military. Mm-hmm. I got it in my early 30s. The policy was mm-hmm. like it was like I think it was like another two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and I was paying like thirteen dollars a month. Right. I let it go. Oh Lord. I, I know ignorant. <laughs> I let it go. Now I'm trying to get that thirteen dollar policy. No sir. Hey, no. No, no. 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 You older. They pay like seventy dollars for it now. Yeah. And I'm like oh. exactly. They're not gonna get it because the older you get, the more it costs. So if you get get it when you're young. Young. And do not let it go. Yeah. Yes. See? Hey, look. See? It's simple. Back to Derek Jackson. I just gave you sound advice. I oh let my, my insurance go. But, you but I just it. told you that you should keep. See? It's, but the words are still true. No, but see. Gotcha. <laughs> but it's true. Though. Lord Ke- Lord that's that's actually what happened. Me. I'm not in it. That's actually what happened, though. That is actually Keisha, what you are, <laughs> you, you are also a... um. Um, um, Sheldon got one of them things, the the the, the stamp. Um, a notary. A notary. Yes. What the hell is a notary? What? What we is are, that? We are, the- we are the fraud protectors, <laughs> for, for lack of a better term. Okay, so a notary is a, uh, you know, you're an appointed person that basically, when you get something notarized, basically that is proof that this is the person who, the person standing in front of me is the person who is signing this document. Yes. Now, when for general notarization, yes, that's that. It's usually used in legal terms. That yes, this person didn't sign this under duress. This isn't a forged signature. I looked at their license. I verified this person is who they say they are. That that's what a notary is basically. Now, when it comes to loans, of course, you want to make sure that you know because it's crazy stuff y'all in the notary world people be trying to another thing about assets and this is why the two worlds go together people be trying to scam their loved ones out of their property that's true and they use notaries to do it and when you're going like they will call you because you know i've gotten these calls from the hospital and if you don't know the questions to ask and if they'll be on the oh i'm power attorney or whatever or my i'm calling they're calling on behalf of that person I always like to, when they call from the hospital, I like to talk to the nurse. There has been cases where the nurse gets on the phone and they wait till the person walk out the room and they're like, this person can't even speak, cannot grip a pen or whatever. Do not come up here. Get out of here. <laughs> I've heard of people trying to, um, I've heard of a guy trying to, I don't know what he was trying to do, but he was trying to finesse his baby mama out the house, trying to get documents notarized. He was trying to have her sign the house over to him fraudulently. And using a notary to do it. So notaries are that buffer <laughs> between scammers because people do scam. Mm. How hard is it to become a notary? Because it sounds so, so, because it sounds like it sounds simple and it sounds like the notary can be, in, can it's easy for the notary, notarizer. Is that the word, notarizer? 
Yeah, notary agent. It sounds, it sounds like the notary agent could probably be a part of a scam. Yeah, right. and that's why um, um, you are you have to go through. Well, Georgia is very lenient, and they leave it to the county. Yeah. If you're in Fulton County, of course, because it's Fulton County and it's home of the scammer, you got to jump through a lot of hoops to become a notary. But here in Athens, it's literally like you have to have two people that will vouch for your character. And you go down to the clerk's office and they swear you in and you just, you, you know, they, the state of Georgia just trusts that you ain't no scammer on, otherwise. So if you're in like a rural part of town, but you have to be a resident of that area. But if you are in a rural place, yes, it's more of a trust factor. But if your name pop up on a document that's fraud, you may be liable. So, like, for example, for me to be a notary and every notary doesn't do this, but I'm one of those people that go above and beyond. I carry a million dollars insurance, ease and those insurance. Oh. Outside of my insurance that I carry to sell life insurance, I have life insurance of $2 million, and I have um, notary insurance that just covers my notary work for a million dollars um, for debt. Because if somebody sues you, you don't want them to take your house. You got kids? I do. I was about to ask to be one of your dependents on that $2 million. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, you just, I mean, because you, all you can do as a notary is hope this person didn't scam you because, you know, people make some good fake licenses, yeah. you know. But if it comes back on you, you want to be covered. But, yeah, notaries, it seems kind of like, God, that's so boring. But you'd be surprised at the kind of phone calls you get as a notary. No, because you, you'd be amazed at the things you have to get notarized. Right. I mean, if you're trying to do business, I mean, even with schools and school stuff, you yeah. have to. Every time you turn around, you you have to get a notarized. Then you like, who the hell is a notary? Where can yeah, I get you a notary? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. but then yeah, I'm 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 that person. Like, hey, I come to you. And you can't <laughs> notarize. You can't notarize your own documents, correct? No, you cannot notarize your own documents. But yeah, I I I will come wherever people are. I notarize on top of a hood, back of pickup truck, whatever <laughs> I got to do. <laughs> How much is a typical charge for a notary? It depends. Now I'm a notary, and then I'm a loan signing agent. So a notary work, I the state of Georgia only allows you to to uh, charge um, two dollars per signature mm-hmm. and up to four dollars per signature. But as a mobile notary, which I am, I charge them for coming to them. Yeah. So it could be anywhere between $25 and $50 per trip. I don't do per signature at that point. It's just if I come out there, that's what I'm going to charge, depending on how far I have to come. Now, loan signing agent, that's a whole nother animal because then I can charge, you know, I usually can charge up to $125 per, um, you know, session or, you know, when it was COVID, you can get up to $250 per session. Um, and basically, you're doing like a lot of, like now, a lot of people are refinancing their homes. Mm-hmm. And I'm the person that comes in with the document, sign here. I notarize it along the way. I take it to FedEx and send it off to the mortgage company. Damn. So people aren't, because people aren't going into the, to the sit down in the rooms anymore. With- yeah, you have to go to their house. Yeah. Okay. Man. You know, it's. It reminds me because I was taking a real estate class, and that's exactly what one of the things our real real uh, real estate instructor, our realtor instructor, he told us that he said, "Go become a notary, a, a, right? A, yeah, God, a notarizing, a notary agent, a notary. Yeah, become <laughs> a notary. Well, I'm trying to make because this if you're a notary public, and let's say in between houses, because you know real estate is one of those careers that sees the famine. If you're a loan signing agent. 
and you you know you get signed with these title companies or these mortgage companies, and they'll call you because, like I said, this like this is the end of the month, so my phone been ringing, and like I said, I was coming from an appointment oh, before I got on this call. They will um call you and they ask you how much would you charge to go to the next county over and get these documents and ship them back. You can name, at this point still during COVID, you can name your price. Oh shoot, let me go apply tomorrow. Okay. So I know I know loan signing agents that make ten thousand, twelve thousand dollars a month. But how do you become a loan signing agent? Is that the same? That's a different level of expertise. You have to do like additional training and get certified. Um, and then of course you must have that insurance that I told you about that just will cover you just in case you mess up somebody's documents or their loan don't go through because you made a mistake or time it was time sensitive and you didn't get it back on time. But you have to get some certifications, which certifications are that much. Of course, all the printing um, of the documents is on you. That's part of your fee. So if they call you, they're going to email you the documents, and then you're going to print them yourselves and get in the car and go to the person's home because they cut out the middleman. Oh, yeah. um, and um, then you just basically get on those signing sites and then go to wait on the phone to ring and go to work. <laughs> That's good business. Okay. That's okay. a good business. But it's, it's definitely something, you know, in the summer, because, you know, I'm a teacher. I'm a seasonal worker. So yeah. in the summers, I can be wide open and in the wind, and that's what I do. <laughs> and I'm going to come back to your teaching. Eric, you got a question? I do. Hey, Keisha, I want to, hypothetically, if I want to get some life insurance, and I don't know what company I want to use because there's like a handful of companies that offer the same mm-hmm. thing. Some companies have better quality overall service, though. Are you open to recommending a company for somebody who recommend, says, okay. I don't recommend companies because I'm a broker, so I work for you. So let's say I'm going to listen as a broker. Let me tell you the difference between a broker and an agent. An agent works for the insurance company. So, like, for example, right. if I am Allstate, I am an Allstate agent. That's the only insurance I can sell is Allstate. I'm a broker, so you tell me this is what my situation is. I got these health issues going on, then I haven't had any issues in a while, but this is going to be on my chart. My job as a broker is to find that um, that um, carrier that will take you on, because every one of them won't. So it's not about the best, it's the best for you. So okay, well, let me give you a scenario. Omaha might work for your personal um, situation, but your neighbor down the street that you recommend me to, they might have to go with a whole other company like um, AIG or um, I'm thinking of some other ones, um, John Hancock and some of these other um, companies. So for me as a broker, that's why I, I like being a broker because I work for the, the client. I, if it's a no from this company, I can get a yes from another company. Okay, well, let me give you a scenario then. I'm 50. Okay. I'm 50, real life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from a family of long livers on both sides. So I might make 100. But if I okay. make 100 or if I drop tomorrow, I want folks to make a large chunk of money off of me. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, I don't have any health issues, and I may not have any more health issues than a 100-year-old man would have at 100 years old. So but, at I that point, to, but I want to try to get it done. Yeah, so at that point, you're just looking for the best rate. If you don't have health insurance, you're the kind of person that a life insurance company wants because they ain't, they, they ain't got to pay out no time soon. But I want them to pay out. And I've seen, and <laughs> yeah, I've seen situations. Everybody, every company that I deal with is going to pay out, but where it becomes, okay, who's better for you, it comes down to your health. If you are healthy, 
you pretty much can get a yes from everybody. You're just looking for the best rate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, that's what I'm in search of right now. And I, I have people I have people blowing up my phone, especially AIG is like blowing up my phone right now. Um, yeah, a, yeah, AIG. Well, okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. And, and Keisha, I'm gonna reach out to you later okay. because I want to get some quotes on, on, okay. on some things. But one uh, quick, no. one quick exit question: mm-hmm. Is it better? Is it better to get a policy if you have the money to do so that you just pay off in one in one chunk as opposed to a policy where you're paying month to month for the rest of your life? I wouldn't say pay it off in one chunk because, I mean, I'm all about uh, if you got the money, why not invest it? Because at the end of the day, if you take that money that you got on hand and you put it in some type of index fund and you grow your money, you still got the money to lead to the people regardless. And you probably can lead more in addition to that policy. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> nah, yeah. All right. All right. One, all right. I just wanted to hear your answer. Okay. All right. We'll see the cashier on your way out. Hey. I don't want to hear that. See the cashier on your way out. Ke- Keisha, <laughs> last question. Your teacher, uh-huh. thank you for your service. Yes. Um, oh, no problem. Two weeks ago, we lost, the Classic City lost Dr. T. Yes. Did you get to teach with Dr. T? I did not, but and guess what? I didn't go to Dr. T's ISS or Saturday school. Oh, oh I, I, stayed, I stayed in ISS. <laughs> if, if, if it wasn't for Dr. T, brother... I wouldn't have graduated <laughs> high school. I had to have Dr. T, yes. Yes, I did not. I was not one of those kids that got in trouble. So I used to walk by there and peek my head in the ISS room, but I was never, um, I never partook of man. the trouble zone. Man, yeah, Dr. <laughs> T, man. Um, yeah, he yeah was but one... I knew Dr. Townsend for a long time, a long time. And yes, he was definitely a staple. Yes, yes, yes. How long have you been at Cedar Shoals? I've been at Cedar Shows like ten years. Okay, okay. You see, are you still teaching dance? No, I do not. I am retired. I'm I'm twenty years in the game now, so I'm looking towards retirement and what I'm gonna do on the second half of my life because I'm lighting that load. I have my boys about to be out the house, and um, yeah, I'm gonna get my life back. So no, I don't do none of that. No <laughs> extracurriculars. My extracurriculars now is going to educate these people on insurance and make sure I help these families. Get them get the coverage that they need that's affordable and that you know everybody can do something. Yeah, so. we appreciate you that for that because like like we're saying, our people really need to understand that it's more than just save. It's, it's more than just that. Like you say, those penny policies. People yeah. that that's all they, that's all we've been taught. That's all we've been sold as a community. Is hey, all you need is here's enough money for you to bury. What do you think it's going to cost to bury someone? Not and let me say this. Let me say this care care. Not to cut you off. Are you good? The other thing that I want to get across with our people is insurable interest. Say that one more time. Baby mama, baby daddy. If you got a, a, a uncle that's always throwing you a little change to help you out every now and then, get you out of bind, ask them can you take out a policy on them and pay it? Because you have an insurable interest in that person because. They are some kind of way it would it would it would hit you financially if they die. Now that, that's a good question because so I have I have I have an I have an ex, and mm-hmm. so several. So <laughs> and you know I was gonna say that too. Shout out to all my exes. <laughs> National Women's Month. Y'all some great women. Y'all really are. All of them tell me all the time. I left you. 
Yes, you did. You leaving the door? I don't know before? how to take that after Derrick Jackson, but yeah, they all you, tell me. You, you leaving the door? Before? They, all, they all tell me. No, I ain't leaving the door. Oh. Before, but they all tell me. I left you. Yes, you did. Question. <laughs> so, how difficult is that to get that insurance on that person who who you have that vested interest in? It's as difficult as your relationship with them in life. To be honest, if you got a good if you got a good relationship with that person and they understand you're not trying to kill them off tomorrow, then you it's just as simple as calling in and you got two people on the phone together or two people sitting down with the agent. Now, if you got a baby daddy that hates your guts or a baby mama that hates your guts, you're not gonna be able to have that conversation with them. You can try. It's in the best interest, and I will tell people if it makes them feel uneasy. Make sure that, because I do have one um, carrier that allows um, you to do irrevocable um, beneficiaries, which means that that person can't go in there and change that beneficiary once you decide that this is who the beneficiary is. Get an irrevocable beneficiary and oh, put yeah. your kid's name down on there. So you don't, if you feel like the mama ain't going to do right, put the kids down there and then you know, and it's your policy. Yeah. Tell them I'm paying it, but it's your policy. You can hold on to it. I don't want it until until something happens and these kids will be covered. That makes that's sense. it. That makes sense. It's all about talking, having uncomfortable conversations, and that's the stuff we don't like to do. I told you that is an appointment we all must keep. Gosh, now nah, I want to skip that one. Though. I mean, you ain't got to <laughs> say it so harshly. I mean, I know, well, we all go skip it. Passel? <laughs> you know somebody cheated, Dad, let me know. I mean, yeah, you're right. Keisha, <laughs> how can they find you? How can they get in touch with you? How can you help us? Okay, so I am... Not on all social platforms, but I'm on a lot of them. So you can find me on Facebook. I don't use my government name on Facebook because I do so much with folks churn, so I don't be giving it out. But it's L-B, it's E-L-L-E-B-E-E on Facebook. But my um, my Instagram is That Insurance Lady on Instagram. And, of course, my number, if you wanted to call me and reach me, is 706-247-5936. Or you can email me at Delta, D-E-L-T-A, K-I-S-H, 14, at gmail.com. But, you know, socials, I'm on all those social platforms. I do have a Twitter, but I'm not on there like that, so I'm not even going to get that out. Say all that um. stuff Say all that stuff one more time so that they can, I want, I want people to get in touch with you because. Okay. The best way probably to get in contact with me is my Instagram. So it's at that insurance lady on Instagram. And my email is also a good way, but I mean, usually we write policies when we get to the email, but um, my email is D-E-L-T-A-K-I-S-H-1-4 at gmail.com. Or you can also reach me on my business web page, but you just have to scroll down and find me because I'm in a, in a group. It's a, it's a um, insurance group of um, brokers. It's feaunited.com. And just look for Lakeisha. All righty, ma'am. Well, we appreciate you. This is fun. Hey. Appreciate you, and I mean, next time we got to get you in the, in the barbershop. Come on down. Yeah, I know. I got to get. I, listen, today was busy, and I, it's the end of the month, so I'm I'm rolling a lot at the end of the month with both businesses. So I've been doing all times. I got one in the morning at eight o'clock in the morning, but um, it, this was fun. But if y'all talking about anything with um, social activism or just pop culture, you know. I like to get into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's Tune do it. Make sure, make sure you tell uh, Mom, Mama and Papa I say hello. 
I'm here. They downstairs, actually, because I'm at their house. Okay, and, and aunties and all them, your whole family. I, I, just, thought I, about it. I, I just thought about it. Yeah, the yeah. whole family. Exactly. Yeah. I told you I called your daddy name. Yeah, yeah, I, and I called your mama name. Okay, uh-huh. but then I called Grandpa uh-huh. name. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and Tony and all them. <laughs> but this was fun. This yeah. was fun. Yes, indeed. Thank we have to, We much. must do it again. And like I say, I am going to reach out to you um, sometime because okay. I want to do talk some policy myself. Okay. Man. But, uh, all right. Will you take Appreciate care? It. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye. All right. It's about that time. Hey, once again, shout out to all, and I mean all my exes, all the women who dealt with me from over the years. Oh and my God! I, I gotta say, I gotta say because you know they are they have they are some phenomenal women. Uh, they, they are cool. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we 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 can all still. I, I have to say this about them. There's not one that I say that I can't call and uh-huh. laugh with about something, uh-huh. joke with something uh-huh. about the relationship that probably was messed up in the relationship, yeah. or if I need something from them that they'd actually. Help me with. I mean, if I needed blood, I believe I can get some blood. But I'm like, hey, oh I got a few. God. I got a few. Any, any, I got a few of them went spit on me, if bro. If I need anything except for sex, they would help me out. I'll tell you. I got some that would rather give me sex than to spit on me if I was on fire. Oh so, my God. I mean, it's just what it is. Hey, y'all, it's about that time to sweep the flows, clean the clippers. Since Greg ain't got much to say, he got the bathroom. The shop is closed. Get out. Talking random.